What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Bell Solonot, and you're listening to 100% BS. Remember that fly problem I mentioned to you a while ago? It's was gone and it's back again. And so oh, no. for the swatting, just letting you know, I had a nice week of like no flies and like I might have to burn my apartment down. Like it's so bad and it's all carpet. So it wouldn't be too difficult to do. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So I literally, ha- I have a candle lit next to me and my like Palo Santo and Sage because every once in a while I'll like smoke them out. <laughs> So that might be happening in the middle of our conversation, but it's fine. All good. Um, Yeah. Just a heads up. And for anyone listening, in case you're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, thank you for doing this and taking the time. I'm super excited about this. Um, Me too. You're not in – You're where are you right now? You're always on the move. (laughs) I'm in Palm Desert. Luckily, um, for those of you that don't know, I live in Austin, but yeah, I'm pretty lucky to be here right now, especially during winter, especially during the past week with everything that happened in Texas. But yes, I'm in Palm Desert just at my um, family's home. Nice. I, for a second, I was like, oh, is she near me? And then I remember that California is like the size of a country. And I was like, just kidding. That's like three hours away. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Two and a half hours. We're we're close enough. Yeah, close enough. We can meet in the middle or something. Yes, yes. Um, But that's good that you're not in Austin. I mean, that is so crazy. I don't think I realized how bad it was until I sent you that like story thing that someone sent me. And I was like, oh my God, like people's homes are collapsing. Like that's insane. I don't honestly think I knew how bad it was until you sent me that. And so many people said the same thing to me because I shared it. And yeah, Texas is just not built for that weather. And it's just such a crazy thing to to see because, wow, I mean, climate change is real. We already knew this, but like, let's wake up and also just for everyone to be prepared for situations like that. I just feel like moving forward with everything that's happened in the past year, you got to be prepared too. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, it's like, well, isn't it, this is literally like a once in a century, like the last time it, does it snow and off like, like what's the typical climate? It doesn't no, snow ever. It's kind of similar to California. Um, to be honest, pretty, you know, 40 degrees to in the summers, like a hundred degrees, but it does not get cold like that. Okay. Yeah. So this was like a shock. For yeah. Sure. Wow. I was reading that like because the power grid is independent from all the other states that that yes. was a partial issue as well and that it like they didn't want to connect to any of the other states like because of the history of Texas wanting to be free right. from federal regulation. And I was like, oh, like that might be a downside of like people like kind of the conservative like free from regulation stuff. Mm-hmm. When shit goes down, it's like maybe it's not as good. Not yeah. that the government is like amazing at solving issues generally, but like, yeah, there was problem. nothing anybody could do. It was so insane. The whole state. Yeah. 
That's scary. Well, I'm glad you're not there. (laughs) I know. I am so grateful I'm not there. It's kind of funny because I just happened to rent out my place. I would say that I manifested this girl who wanted to stay in my place and she happened to want to extend it into February. And I was a little on the fence about it. And I was like, you know what? I'll just say yes. Maybe I'll be able to like travel a little bit around California. Who knows? And after seeing that happen, I was just like, wow, someone has my back because my house is super old and it doesn't stay insulated even under 40 degrees. I feel terrible for the woman who is staying in my place. But um, yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, me, a California girl would have not known what to do at all. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, here, like people can't even function when it rains. Like yeah, some, I can't I, function someone, when it rains. I stay inside. Yeah, people forget how to drive. Like I don't think the roads are built for rain because things just flood. Like people forget yeah. just the concept of driving. Like I don't think people realize you have to put during the day your headlights on if it's really raining because then people can't see each other. So right. it gets very dangerous very quickly. Yeah, I'm. Um, I need. I'm a sunshine girl, so that's all I know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely very lucky and privileged in that way. We'll say. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, prayers out for Texas. Yeah. All the people, it's, all the friends. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, we'll be glad that you're not there, and hopefully, everyone's gonna be. Everyone's gonna be okay. Um, yeah. But so obviously, <clears throat> the way that we met was basically through. Oh, through um, uh, Aubrey's workshop that she that yes. you hosted with her, and I love that's how life works. That you just like happen to meet people, and that's like the beauty of online stuff and social media is we get to meet and like make new friends that we wouldn't have met before, which is just amazing. So that's how we met, and I was like so drawn to all the stuff you're talking about, and just um, I mean the way you explain manifestation. I'll let you know what. Why don't we? I would love for you to explain the simple version and then like take me through like Some maybe science. even the science of it. Yeah, because I'm just interested. Okay. I think a lot of people know of this idea and they might actually already be doing this kind of thing in their life without realizing it. Yes, I love that because I think it's all semantics when it comes down to it is um, you know, manifestation is really just for me, how I describe it. It's a mindset practice. It's become a mental health practice for me, but the simplest definition would be really bringing an idea or a goal or a vision that you have for yourself into your physical reality. So from thought belief to a physical, you know, manifestation of what you want And how we do this, how we manifest is by really becoming like an energetic match to what we want through our beliefs and not just, you know, the thoughts that you have every single day, but like deep down your subconscious beliefs, some of the things that you've been carrying around through childhood. Um, So some of the thoughts that you've been having through childhood, subconscious beliefs also, you know, the things that we believe that also becomes our action. So through the actions that we take, obviously you can't just sit around and have your goals and your ideas become reality. And then even on some level to your thoughts at the end of the day. Um, so manifestation, you know, has gotten, I think kind of a bad rap. It is definitely big in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. 
I am a spiritual person, but for me, what really drew me in was the science behind a lot of it. And there is, you know, it isn't woo woo. There is science to back it up. And I think people kind of focus in on, oh, you know, you, you're just positive thinking and bypassing all day to get what you want. And it's so much more than that. Um, something that really kind of attracted me to it was, so there was this doctor, um, I don't know if you know too much about like quantum physics, but basically, you know, it's the idea that everything is energy. We're all made up of energy. We're made up of the the same exact thing as, you know, the chair that you're sitting on, the microphone, you know, your thoughts are even energy. Everything is energy and we're all just interacting and either attracting or repelling from each other. And so just as atoms, right? And this doctor, his name's Dr. Emoto, he did this study on water and it was basically he focused on water focused with positive thoughts, positive energy, and the water molecules turned into these like beautiful crystal or like beautiful crystal looking shapes. Right. So he was having positive thoughts like about the water. Yeah. Like basically like focusing on the water. And I don't know, like, like the full details of this study. So I could be getting, you know, how long it took, whatever it is. I don't know that stuff, but this on the opposite side, he tested it with negative thoughts and negative emotions and the water molecules either like deformed or didn't produce any sort of like crystallized shape at all. And so that alone, like that study for me, I was like, whoa, we are made up of 60, 70% of water. So just thinking about that too, is like your own thoughts and beliefs you're creating, you know, the mind, body, soul connection, the things that manifest within your body, even, you know, a lot of like physical ailments or, you know, anxiety, stress, you see what happens when you're living in that, in that way. And like the things that come up for you. And so that study alone, I was like, whoa, this is one freaking cool. And two, we are so much more powerful than we think we are. Our thoughts and beliefs are so much more powerful than we know. And I honestly think that society and everything, they kind of try to disempower you in that way by not letting you know. Yes. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, like you have so much more, you know, power to create the life that you want simply by changing your outlook simply by starting to like, look at the beliefs that you have. And like, if that wasn't the case, therapy would not exist, Mm -hmm. you know? And there's tons of studies on how therapy has improved people's lives. So that's a huge study that kind of like, for me, opened my eyes. And also another one, you know, like the placebo effect, right? Yeah, for sure. I was actually just going to add that that's like a huge, almost untapped field of the placebo effect and like yes people say yeah and that like someone i heard this on um years ago but that they would they did this study with um people who are about to go into surgery and that if they visualized losing less blood that they actually lost less blood than the people who didn't do it and then i think 
Oh, it was on the Rogan podcast, and Rogan was obviously joking. He was like, so if they visualize that they were like losing buckets, like is that also what happened? Which I don't right. think is true. But yeah, right. like that's also what drew me into holistic wellness is like that mind-body connection and understanding that your approach, your mental approach, your perspective on things like totally dictates what's like a lot of things in your life. Like there are extremes, of course, like it's not to say that, you know, bad things happen to you because it's necessarily your fault. But I right. do believe to a certain extent, like we are in control of a lot of what goes on with us. Yeah. I think that's a good point too, to make because you can't manifest for other people. You can't manifest for the collective, right? I mean, and there's just outside things that happen in our, in our experience that we can't necessarily control, but you know, you still can control the way that you like react and, um, look at what's happening to you. So yeah, I love that you say that because I think people will often be like, well, how did Trump get into presidency and how can these bad things happen? And, and it's like, yeah, I mean, look at Trump though. He believes he is the freaking shit and he manifested yeah. his way into presidency. It's crazy. So, um, yeah. 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 But even like that, the opposite of placebo, I think they call it the nocebo effect that if you like, again, with, you know, they'll study um, patients who are given a certain drug or treatment. And if they, oh, what happens is if they think that they got the placebo, then it turns into the nocebo effect. So the medicine, but they were actually given the medicine that it doesn't work because they think that it's not going to because they're afraid yes. they got the placebo. So it's like crazy wow. that this is like this. Uh, it's it actually just, that just gave me chills because it's like thinking about the power of your own brain and your thinking and something that's just happening in your body mm -hmm. and whether you react to a drug or not. Like that's also part of what is kind of the foundation of holistic wellness and natural remedies and that kind of yep. homeopathic world is you have to also believe that it's going to work. Like, yes. you know, you can't just do the things that you, you know, are told you have a cold. Like I used to be the go-to friend for people whenever they got sick. Cause for like two years I was like deep diving and knew all of the remedies. So I when love people, it. It was so fun. So people had like a sore throat or even possibly strep throat or cold or whatever. I would tell them like the 10 things I need to do, like drink these teas, drink, eat these foods, like do this and that, whatever, like essential oils. Um, and, but the number one thing I told them was like, you need to believe that it's going to work. Like I know for myself, it works when I do it, mm -hmm. but if you have doubts and think it's just like some bullshit remedy, then it won't work, which is just so crazy because it's like, what, like, what is that? Like, what is, it's You're like, is freaky. it working? Or is it just yeah. my brain, you know? Right? Yeah. Like that's this whole untapped thing. Like, yeah. Now I'm like, wait, I have so many thoughts going. Yeah. Like <laughs> but it's That's how I got into it as well, because one of the like industry leaders in this thought space is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, and he completely healed himself simply through like meditation and through visualizing every day, he like had basically wasn't going to be able to fully walk again. And he visualized and believed and like watched himself heal his spine every single day. And he's completely 
back to normal. And that's like the whole story that started, you know, all of his teachings. And now he's gone on to help so many people heal themselves simply through thought and belief, which is so insane. Yeah. I mean, it's like understandable why people who are doubtful in the beginning, like already would just be skeptical of that. But Mm -hmm. it's, it almost proves why it like still works because it's like the people who doubt it and tend to be negative and have all of these really restricting beliefs, like, you know, whether it's relationships, like all men are trash and like, I'm not going to have a good relationship. Like, okay, well, if you, why, why would you get a good relationship by thinking that? So it's like Mm -hmm. the people who doubt it almost prove that it works for the people that do it and have that positive mindset. Right. I know. It's so insane too, because if you are that type of person, you're also going to attract like negative opportunities and people and interactions into your life. And it's like, why not just try it? Try it on for a day, try a different outlook and see what could happen. And that's why I like wanted to start talking about this so much because I was like, you guys don't understand. Like this is free. Yeah. Free. You can change yes, your like life you for free. You need to rely on yeah. any institution, on any stru- – like, it's you. Like this is between yes. you and your body and your thoughts and the paper in front of you and the things you do during the day. Like it's all in your power, which is like if you want to get a little, you know, questioning and skeptical, it's like it's in whoever's controlling society's interest to like not empower people. I- No. Yes. I was thinking about that this morning before our chat. And I was like, like we are just surrounded by media and noise and news to kind of convince us how powerless we are when it's completely the opposite. But like I was living in that way. Like I feel like everything I was experiencing, even like four or five years ago was like to numb me from knowing like how powerful my own thoughts and beliefs and choices could be in creating my life. And instead I was just like listening to the news and focusing in on, you know, the stuff that didn't really matter that I thought would make me feel better. And in in reality, I was like, damn, I could have been doing this for so much longer, but such is life. Yeah. But that's why I, you know, when I first um, met you basically through this workshop and heard what you're talking about is it really struck a chord with me because um oh my god hold on, I, gotta, I gotta fling a lot of these flies away maybe the flies are just part of your act oh <laughs> I'm trying my best to ignore them okay it's fine I love it okay wait I'm legit I need to I need to light some sage really really quickly just a second guys okay just I need to <laughs> We got to clear the room, clear the energy, like clear the flies. So inconsiderate. Okay. Um, Anyway, (laughs) burning sage. Okay. Um, Oh, so the reason why I loved what you're saying is because a lot of actually how I grew up and um, my boyfriend Milan, like he taught me, he especially like embodies this idea of not even as like he for him it's not like quote-unquote manifestation even though it's the same practices Mm -hmm. but the idea of like you're in control of your thoughts and you're in control of your actions like 
you, there's no point in sitting here worrying about what's going to happen. Like he pushed me so hard when we first started dating to like really get to why I was anxious or like, you know, even at an internship, like, why aren't you asserting yourself to do more, to do more for them? And like really push me to realize that the like basically the power of positive thinking and like Mm -hmm. visualize what you want and it's going to, it's going to happen. Like that's it. And actually related to, I think it's what we said, quantum physics, there's this like theory of um, entanglement. I think I'm going to get the description wrong because I'm not a fucking scientist, but it's basically like the idea that two atoms like across the universe can be attracted to each other. And basically like it is rooted in science that just Mm -hmm. like there's something there that if you visualize it and think about it, like, and, and believe you're going to get it, you will. And like the specific thing with manifestation, how you teach it, which I love. And this is something new that I learned is like, I very much like to be in control. And I like to believe like everything that happens is for a reason and I'm in charge of it all. But what I like is actually getting comfortable with letting go of certain parts of your life and like not, not parts of your life, but letting go of the stuff that you can't control, but being okay with it. And that Mm -hmm. actually doesn't mean that you're not in control. It's more like you're calm about how things happen and you're more like open to the possible, to different possibilities, which is nice because for me, like trying to be so in control, it could, it actually started to get where you like maybe blame yourself for when things don't happen properly. And I do think a certain level of ownership is good because you want to recognize when you're causing things in your life to not go the way you want them to. But yeah, that's something I really liked about how you teach it. And when we, when you work with people is like helping them figure out what's the blocks, like what is stopping mm-hmm. you from achieving those things. And I mean, I'm sure you have plenty of examples of seeing how people change. Like what's a, like one of the biggest shifts you've seen in someone? Like, have you ever Ooh. experienced someone who was just like in the depths and then really pulled out or that's a good question. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, honestly, it all it takes is like one, one idea or one thought to like flip the switch for someone. And for me working with people, even like with you, um, working with you, I feel like I've seen such a huge transformation and I feel this, I feel very like related to you and how we view things. Like I have a lot of anxiety about the future. I like to control things. Um, very, you know, I would say I have a lot of emotions and feelings and, you know, I want to control everything or that's how I used to be. I wanted everything to like go exactly as planned. And I wanted to know A to B what was going to happen and I'm getting off track, but, um, (laughs) a big, a big shift that I've noticed like in myself is just like you said, the second that I let go and that's like the opposite of what everyone believes. They think that you need to hold on tight. Like I need this vision. I need this goal. So I'm going to grasp at every little step along the way and I'm going to make sure it happens how I want it to be. The second that you're like, mm, detach, I don't really care. I don't 
need this to happen for me to be happy or content. Literally, that's when it happens. And when I see that in other people, it's just the coolest thing because you see the magic happen for them, just that it's like happening for you. And that's why I love working with people because I'm like, oh my God, someone else gets it. Like I was on this journey for so long, kind of by myself. I kept it a Mm. secret for so long because I felt like it did have this kind of woo-woo stigma to it. But um, I think it's becoming more and more, you know, openly talked about, which is so great. I want more and more people to be able to like recognize that power that they have. But yeah, I think, you know, the letting go is the biggest part for people. And that's when I see the biggest shift in someone is when they actually realize, oh, this thing that I've wanted for so long, I actually can be happy without it, with or without it. And that's when you become exponentially more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, for me, it's the biggest thing of why I think it helps people so much. And actually, I would say particularly women is because it helps you, like, identify what it's, it's basically like mindset or emotional, whatever you want to call it, like, you know, perspectives that you have that mm-hmm. are blocking you and are like stopping you from just doing whatever you want to do, right? Or just like being happy in the moment, being grateful for what you have already. And I think uh, so many people, this is, this is a difference I see in like men, women, I'm generalizing here. So like nobody, you know, get mad for me, like making generalizations, <laughs> but this is just what I've observed. Okay. In my small sample, but that it's less likely Like for men, I basically see that they just go and do things and don't really question a lot of like what's going on in their head. They just are very much like, boom, here's my to-do list. I'm going to do it. And they visualize what they want. And it's just like go. And it's maybe a bit like smoother in terms of just doing the things and not questioning them. Um, And maybe though, like they're not addressing it. So there's other blocks in there. But at least for my own experience and like other women I know is because we are kind of more in tune naturally with the emotional side of things and like how we're thinking about things, our interactions with other people, like all of those aspects, if you are at all doing that in a negative way or an overthinking way, or you just want to control how you feel about everything, you want to feel like you're doing enough, that manifestation helps you basically like work through what is that coming from? Like, are you acting out of fear? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, when you meditate, you actually welcome all of the ideas and all the thoughts and you're like, okay, like I have a lot of shit going on through this brain, but I'm going to like help it teach me things. Right. So I think that's where it helps a lot of people is you're, you're dealing with the subconscious stories Mm -hmm. in you that are possibly blocking you from achieving things kind of thing. Yeah. All men and women pieces kind of just to say like, it's like, I guess a stereotype, but at least what I've seen is. We're more like masculine energy versus feminine energy. Maybe that's what it is more. It's a masculine versus feminine energy that like some people have an easier time just, or, or have just already developed 
the ability to just visualize, go for things, complete the to-do list, do whatever it is that they're doing, visualize the future and have kind of already sorted out what is the subconscious telling them something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to, you asked me, you know, like a, a good example. And I feel like for me, being able to work with people through manifestation, but applying it to Instagram has been so cool because you actually get to see like the tangible results from starting yeah. to believe and act, you know, and show up the way that you want to. And Instagram, like, honestly, like the opportunities and the growth comes in immediately. And a good example of this is Aubrey, who we both know. Yes. I mean, she is freaking badass. I mean, just has- We're talking about um, Aubrey, for the people who don't know, Aubrey Winters is a uh, fitness instructor, but like so much more than a fitness instructor, just like someone who inspires like your dreams and careers and just makes you feel unstoppable. But she um, has very, very, very big on Instagram, just launched her own platform, but she's like a very big person in the fitness space. So sorry. To yes. No. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like maybe a year and a half ago and you know, her, her and I have been friends for many years, but she would always kind of ask me questions about social media. And I remember having this conversation with her and she was like, what is it? You know what? I just really want to grow. I want, you know, more followers. I want to reach more people. I just am feeling kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong or what I need to be doing more of. Like, Jenny, what do you, do you have any like thoughts or any opinions? And I think I was like, I think you should just maybe be a little more real, like more authentic show, you know, more of you. Like you have so many amazing things obviously going for you in the fitness world that you share, but there's also some real shit happening too. Yeah. And I remember her kind of just being like this little like light bulb went off. And from there, I mean, you follow her, anyone can follow her and see like she shares so openly on mental health. She shared on her breakup. She shared on, you know, anything like she's all about showing, you know, no filter, like her acne, whatever it is. And I feel like once she kind of flip that switch and she let go of honestly too. She was like, let go of needing more followers. She really focused in on creating for her community, especially during COVID all her energy went towards building community and she grew 50,000 followers in 2020. Yeah. Like that's insane. So I have chills right now, but like, that's a really good example of just like one little change in how you show up and how you view the things that you're doing can seriously change everything. Mm-hmm. And yes, it doesn't happen overnight, but one thought change, one belief change affects all of your actions truly in yeah. how you start to even view yourself and how other people view you as well. And I think That's why I love working people and seeing it on their individual Instagrams. Like once people fully believe in what they're doing and you can tell when they show up on Instagram in that way, like shit just happens. Magic happens. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just like logically makes sense because if you think about 
you know, even if for analogy of like when you switch to kind of eating healthier and you just change your perspective of how you walk to the grocery store, like when you realize, okay, like I should start in the fresh aisle and like work my way around because that's where all the fresh food is. And you just start to think like, I should be aware of what's in the ingredient list. Like you just shift, like you wake up in the morning and you go to brush your teeth and you're like, oh, my toothpaste is kind of like toxic. I should probably switch that out. Shower and you're like, oh, like I'm spreading this soap all over me every single day. It goes into my skin and it has like a really bad ingredient in it. So it's like, of course, shifting your mindset is going to mm-hmm. change fucking everything in your life because yeah. you wake up and you go in the kitchen, and you talk to people and you talk to your parents and your brother and your and your partner and like it changes everything and people see it, you see it, like it just, it's going to switch all the actions that you mm-hmm. do. And that's why it's like so crazy important and so life-changing for people to just change your mindset. Like, mm-hmm it can be hard, but it's also like so doable. Like it can be a lot of work, but in the end it's so worth it. And just there's, it's just, it opens up the fucking world of opportunities. It's just insane. Like, I don't know why anyone would ever be like, no, I think it's good to be pessimistic. I think that you should doubt every possibility. Like, no, no one would ever fucking tell you that if they do that, they're, they're insane and they don't want the best for you. Like, yeah. And I also think there's, maybe like a fear, like you're scared of what's possible for you. And it's almost like using pest, using like that outlook to protect yourself from actually getting what you want. Yes. I actually, yes. Not that they know that, not that they know that, but on a subconscious It can be like, right. Yeah. That like, you actually know that if you make these switches, whatever it is for you, say it's like how you look at relationships. Mm -hmm. That like- whether it's conscious or subconscious, it's like, you know, that if you change these things, good things will start to happen. So like, Mm -hmm. maybe you're afraid because you don't think you're worthy or like, it's a lot of work also to like be in a good relationship and like to have things happen in your career. Like it's not all fun and sailing all the time generally, but you know, so that's why I think some people are making the choice still to like, not do the work because mm-hmm. even though it's like it's hard and also it's scary to be like I could actually do oh, the yeah. things I want like you have to wake up in the morning and be like okay like I all it's the happening. things I've been talking about yeah right like and, and I w- was opening up about this to the whole community of being like you can be really scared of your dreams and your wants and like you know in the middle of the night be like am I doing the right thing like is this what I want and instead, you just have to like go. Like just, it's just fine. Keep going. Just keep going. Go with it. And yeah, that's I love that you say that too, because something I, I've noticed with people who maybe it's friends or, you know, even family members who are a little bit more pessimistic, mm. they like I'll be like, well, why don't you just try some, why don't you just try asking for something? Cause I always say with manifestation, like you could just write something down, say it out loud, ask for it, and it will happen. Like if you yeah. do nothing else, just putting the intention out there and saying, I want to reach this goal. And these people can't even figure out what to ask for. And I know mm-hmm. they have something they want, but it's that fear again, like, oof. If I ask for it and I'm actually going to receive like a person who loves me, like, I don't know if I can handle that, 
you know? And so it's really interesting to see, like, even just starting on in this process, it can be so intimidating to actually get be given the power to create the life you want. Um, But that's why, you know, I try to share as much as I can with people. I'm always like, DM me, like, let me help you. Like, I want everyone freaking manifesting. Let's do this because I know how scary it can be, especially if you're kind of like doing this and you're making choices that go against the grain. Mm. I mean, I was doing that left and right, like a few years ago, quitting my job, selling my car, went to Bali and my parents were just like, what are you doing? (laughs) What's going on? Also just, you know, friends were like, okay, like, are you sure you don't want to get a job first before you quit? You know, Mm. when you make those types of decisions, but I just knew also just from manifestation, I was like, nope, I got to follow what I want. I got to jump, like the stuff is going to happen. And so I just, my goal is just to like build a community, reach as many people to help them with this process and feel less alone and just, just keep going once yeah. one foot in front of the other. I promise you, as long as you keep moving forward, you will get what you want. Yeah. No, it's it's fucking beautiful and that I love it. Um, we were talking a bit about relationships and something actually that was quite so something I forget where you were talking about this, but the idea of like um say you're someone who's single and basically the idea of like you don't need like you are worthy as you are and like you don't necessarily need to change in order to be deserving of like a really great relationship and a loving partner and all of that. Mm -hmm. And my initial reaction was actually like, so because I basically a a previous belief I had was that you need to like work on yourself kind of thing and be, you know, basically actually the opposite to be like, you need to do work and like be worthy of what you want, right? Like if you have this list that says, I want my partner to like challenge me and to, you know, be open-minded and to be curious and whatever, it's like, you need to also be those things because if not, like, why the fuck would someone want to be dating a piece of shit? Not to like, I'm being extreme. Right. But I think the difference actually is that realizing that you are like worthy as you are doesn't mean that you don't recognize that like everyone can grow. So that's the difference is it's like, just because, you know, you might be struggling right now with whatever. And, you know, we all have room to grow. Like we're never going to stop learning. Right. But just because that is the case doesn't mean that you're not worthy of the relationship or the thing mm-hmm. you want. And that's the thing that I realized was different because at first it like rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, I don't know, because I feel like, you know, I thought about it this other way, but I realized it's actually the same thing, but it's just coming from a place of self-love and saying, you know, like, of course, like I'm worthy of the things I want and, you know, self-love, whatever that means to you, confidence, but not becoming like complacent in your growth. I think that's yes. like maybe the, the important factor is like that, you know, embodying self-love and all that stuff doesn't mean that you stop growing. doesn't mean that you're like, I'm fucking perfect. I don't need to do anything. Right. So that was right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, there's two parts to that. I feel like one thing that I see a lot that kind of frustrates me is that you constantly have to be working on yourself and doing the work and you have to get this to this point of like unblocking yourself and you know, doing all these things before you can get and manifest the thing that, that you want, mm-hmm. which I don't love because I truly believe that you actually in terms of relationship for me, I manifested this relationship and it's everything on my list, but I wouldn't say I was fully everything on my list. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but by being with this person, it actually helped me get to some of those things on my list, like communication. Right. We both were mirrors of each other, which I think I kind of explained this before, but everyone is a really good reflection of where you're at. And so the relationship I'm in now, I wanted someone who is a good, you know, good at communication. And it's funny because I wouldn't say I'm the best. I don't love confrontation, but through our relationship, that's been something we've really had to work on. And I now can be like, wow, I'm so much better at handling different situations, arguments, whatever it is now. And he is too. And I wouldn't have ever gotten to that place if I yeah. didn't like start dating someone. So that's yeah. kind of like this thing where don't be afraid. And also like that, the job you manifest, the person you manifest, like it's not the end all be all. Like I know mm-hmm. we all want the one and maybe, you know, this person is that, but don't th- let that stop you from dating someone or taking this job because no matter what you are going to grow and learn from it to manifest even further. So there's like two things where I'm like, don't let the work get you down of not believing that you can have something now, but also know that you're a work in progress Yeah, and like, yeah, let yourself just evolve through that. We're we're never going to be stop evolving and changing our entire lives. So just better to just accept it now than be like, damn, I'm going to be working hard my whole life, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like actually what I realized looking back on my relationship is so much of my growth happened because like the person I was, like, I'm not the same person in the best way. Like I wouldn't recognize myself, which I love because that's like something that came from, being in a relationship and like learning the communication and the honesty and pushing each other. Like if, you know, Milan had waited for me to be like this perfect dandy person, like that was, had everything figured out. Like why? Like I'm still at a core, you know, there's a reason why you're attracted to people and what draws Mm -hmm. you to them. They don't need to be perfect yet. And it's actually a beautiful thing to know that at the beginning, but be committed to like, I love you for who you are right now. And it's also because I know what you're capable of and I know your, your potential. And so being, it's not to say that being single, you can't achieve, you know, the growth, but there is definitely something to be said for like the growth that you achieve in a relationship, because when you have that level of honesty and communication, like this person in, you know, 
wants the best for you usually, you know, in most cases, like they want you to grow and get the career opportunities. They want you to have good friends. They want you to have a good relationship with your family. Like they actually want to help you. And so Mm -hmm. it's cool because at a baseline, you're accepting each other for who you are, but you're also like pushing each other because growing together. Yeah, exactly. But so that's why I realized like the idea that you need to be perfect and have figured everything out in order to be in a relationship is not true because mm-hmm. then it almost would suggest that you are like you at some point view yourself as like a finished piece of work like but this, we're never, it's never really we're not which is not a bad thing either like it's not like no. work on yourself every single day right it's just like the idea of like keep learning like just why not try to get a little bit yeah. better every day at like something that you do it doesn't have to be this like intensive labor process right um, and also I believe too like we're all on this earth at this time to experience and learn different lessons our entire life and looking at it as that as just like oh I'm here to experience and learn new things and grow makes it feel a lot lighter than being like, oh, I've got to, you know, because for me, I was like age 30, I got to have everything, you know, figured out money relationship. I, I really need to work on myself. And it was like this ticking time bomb. And then I got to 30 and I was like, LOL, this never ends. <laughs> and I actually love like just changing and evolving. And I look at it in such a lighter way now and it's just really so much stress. Um, so for anyone who's like feeling like that, take a day off. There's actually more that you can create and manifest when you're actually just playing and resting and don't get yourself down on like trying to be this perfect version of yourself because there is no perfect version. Yeah. Or yeah. you're already perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We don't, yeah, there's, listen, we can be incor- politically incorrect here. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't, we can hurt someone's feelings. If, if that's their problem. Okay, okay? great. Okay, um, great. <laughs> trust me, I have said some very questionable things on this podcast. And I'm okay. like, I'm like, Bella, maybe edit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I won't. No, okay. We can obviously, you have literally yeah. said nothing questionable. Like we're good. Um, okay, cool. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like that, I think people can get so scared of like the concept of, you know, the hustle and like working hard and growing and whatever, and thinking that it's this exhausting thing. But again, it depends on your mindset of it. And like, it actually is excite like if you look at it as an exciting thing to say like oh my god imagine in a year from now looking back at myself and being so proud of like the growth and like enjoying the journey like actually enjoying the days that you felt like looking back at the days that you struggled and being like that was a really cool learning opportunity and I wouldn't be here today without that or so it's almost like looking forward to Mm -hmm. the ups and downs and to say like Next week, something could happen that is really going to test me, and I'm actually thankful for it because it's going to help me grow. Like everything, you can. That's how you have to look at it. You can either say like, "Woe is me, life is hard, fuck, I have so much things I have to do," or you can be like, 
oh my God, life is hard, which is sick because that like challenges you to be better. And like, that's why we're all here to just keep (laughs) growing and learning and be better people. And if you are a better person and you're humble and you want to learn more then the people you interact with are going to have more fun with you and your relationships yeah. are going to be better, your friends are going to be better. And Thanksgiving conversation is going to be more fun because you're all like trying to just, yes, be, you know, that's why yeah. like there's that whole, um, kind of not just an argument, but difference between individual responsibility versus like societal mm-hmm. change. And for me, like, the asking society to change basically you don't like we kind of forget that society is made up of individuals so if you're constantly looking to society in terms of like your town your government your state whatever to like fix the issues but instead saying like well what what about what do i do like i inter mm-hmm. i interact with my roommates i interact with my family that like trickles out so by yes. you focusing on the individual at the individual level and being like, okay, if I care about climate change or I care about the homelessness issue, I don't know, like what can you do today in your home that mm-hmm. is going to change that? And don't just look as, as if it's just one person because it's never just one person. Like we have this conversation and then yeah. Jenny goes and has dinner with a friend and then that friend goes and talks to someone else. Like it does actually trickle. Yes. And yes. Like, that's why yes, I always I love this. Of, yeah, and like the ripple effect know, is real. It's real. Like don't let anybody ever tell you that like one person can't make a difference. Like that's fucking bullshit. And like that is it's just not true. It's just mm-hmm. not. And you can look mm-hmm. at it the same way in terms of negative things. Like if you are mean to someone, yeah. Like then they go home feeling upset. They end up lashing out at their partner because you hurt their feelings, right? Obviously, they're in charge of how they react, but like, right? Effect is a real thing. Like, there's a reason why the there's a whole the butterfly effect that if you time travel 200 years ago and the butterfly took a different turn, like you'd be fucking dead. (laughs) Everything like trickles. So so insane. Yeah. And going back to what we were talking about earlier, like everything is energy, and so even you just taking your own life into, you know, control in the way that you're changing your mindset, your beliefs, like that affects everything around you just energetically, even if you don't know it. Um, like it raises the vibration of things around you, which I know is getting a little woo woo, but it's true. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's like, it's all how you, you can make it your own version too. Like if you are not a very spiritual person or you're kind of freaked out by like the quote woo-woo-ness of things, yes, like you yes. can make it into your own practical version, whatever that is for you. Um, and it doesn't make it not a real thing. Like it's just a different mm-hmm. version for everybody. You know, some people look at it more of just like a cause and effect. Like if I – yes knock this cup over the carpet will get wet. Okay. So just look at right. that in terms of like what you do today, right? It doesn't have to be energetic, but I personally think that that is way more like exciting and empowering to look at it in terms of energy and the vibration. And like, mm-hmm. it's just more fun too. Like you're a little sorcerer every single yes. day. Yes. Like, oh my God. I my, today? Oh my God. My boyfriend 
literally is like, you're a witch every other day. Cause I'll be like, Oh my God, this just happened to me. And he's like, I, I don't know why I'm surprised anymore, but every time you come to me with one of these stories, I'm just like, what the hell? And I'm like, I know, get on the train. Are you ready to get on the train? Like, let's go. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. I think it's like, I think that's also why, um, you know, you think about like what, especially in the realm of social media, there's so much still, you know, fakeness and like creating of a, of a narrative, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it, whether it's social media or it's like even why people in the last year have become really um, distrusting of like mainstream media is because when you realize that it's not the person is not saying what they want to say. Like they're trying to keep up keep up with some storyline. Like they want to convince mm-hmm. you of something, not necessarily for a good reason. Like people can sense that. And so yes. in the version of social media, like with people like you, of why, you know, like you can tell when you just vibe with someone, you sense and whether mm-hmm. it's the energy or it's just the writing that they do or the way that they speak, yes. something in you signals when it's being real. And so mm-hmm. I think it's pretty awesome to see that in the last year, like I've really seen things change on the online world because we're aware of how it can be so negative. Like everyone saw the social dilemma and was like, yes. fuck, like this could be really bad. But we took that and we were like, Okay. Let's flip now it. We know. Yeah, let's flip it and say like, you know, you can be in control of what you consume, but even just on a personal level by being authentic and real and this is so much of what your work is based on is like sharing everything and being an authentic person mm-hmm. that just it's so good for the world for people even if it's just five people who like see yes. something that you say or like even one it, it person. Have, yeah. For sure. Like, and that takes place both on and offline, right? It's like you're, how yeah. you show up at home, but also, you know, it, we speak about online because and social media, Instagram in particular, because a lot of people use that to grow their brand and their business yes. and to gain independence, um, which is just an incredible thing that we can do that. But to have a tool, which it just makes sense. Like, think about in real life at work, right? The people in the office who, are genuine and real and authentic and just speak what's on their mind and aren't trying to stick to some narrative or they don't have an agenda, right? Like Mm -hmm. they just are people. You vibe with those people and those people do really well. And like they make great leaders and great managers because people are drawn to realness. Like Mm -hmm. no one likes fake shit at the dinner table or at work or on Instagram. Like it's just, you can see right through it, you know, like that's, And even if, even if you aren't fully consciously aware, like it's like when you walk into a room and you just have this, this like, I don't, and I used to not be aware of this at all. And Mm -hmm. I'm such an empath. I feel like I take on, um, you know, if you're having a bad day or you're feeling really good, like I'll take on your energy. Um, but for anyone who, you know, is maybe like, I don't know if I'm totally aware of what you guys are talking about. Like, just start mm. to notice how you feel. Like, check in with yourself. How do you feel after you have a conversation with someone? How do you feel after reading someone's post that's your friend? Like, just ask yourself. Because I think sometimes we don't even know what we're picking up on. And once you mm. kind of stop, because for me, even with people I have conversations with, 
um, once I started to do this work, I realized, oh man, like I dread talking to this person on the phone mm-hmm. even before we even talk. Like I've got to examine what that's about. And that could be, you know, my own projections or it could be maybe we're just, we've outgrown each other in some way. Um, but I think with everything that you do, you know, just start to check in and be like, how do I feel? What energy am I getting from this? And from there, you can really start to like, for me on Instagram, create what you want there. Like start following people who do, you know, create a really good energetic space for you. Yeah. That I think is that first step for people who are not there yet or don't have that level of self-awareness is like, it's as simple as just asking yourself some questions and just like Mm -hmm. taking that. Yeah. Like that third person approach and be like, pretend that like you're someone else observing your mind, observing how you feel during this interaction, how you feel, you know, when you're stressed out, when you're anxious, like just observe what that is as if you're a third party and just recognize it. And like, you know, whether it's addiction or like awareness, the first step is like the awareness of it, like Mm -hmm. admitting you Mm -hmm. have not necessarily a problem, but just like what is happening in your mind? Like just that tiny shift of being like, okay, I feel anxiety coming in. There's a, there's a guy on Instagram who's hilarious. Every time he makes a reel, it's like, hi, anxiety. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yes. I think, shit, what's his name? Saudi Simone. Saud Simone. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, Hilarious. Yeah. But so that's how simple it is, is it's just stepping outside of the heat of the moment, whatever's happening in your head and just observing it on a deeper level. And then being like, you know, ask yourself why, like five times. Okay. Why do you feel anxious today? Okay. It's because you have a big day at work tomorrow. Okay. Why do you have a big day? Okay. Because this, and then you get to the root and you're like, oh, either this isn't actually a big deal or like you can solve it. Like just ask yourself, check in whatever that version is Mm -hmm. for you. Some people journal, like for me, journaling has changed my life because I just word vomit onto the page. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm feeling this way because this random thing is in the back of my mind. But like, I can fix that by just doing this or I'm aware of it now. So it's in my control how I feel about it. Yeah. Or it's not even real. Like we, I just Mm -hmm. made this up, the situation in my head that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that like coming from when when you can start to build self-awareness of like everything you do, like even, you know, you're in the kitchen cooking with your roommate or your partner and you're like you notice that you get a little triggered when they ask you to clean up after yourself because some like I used to be a really messy person and um Milan my boyfriend would like it was starting to get a point of uh of like roughness in the relationship and it got to a point where I was like getting triggered by being asked to clean up after myself and I was like oh my god like I'm just doing that because it's like I'm embarrassed because I know that I'm capable of cleaning up, but I'm choosing not to do it because I'm being lazy or I'm just like putting it off. Right. So it's like so funny. I have a similar situation <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, same situation cooking when I started dating 
my now boyfriend, I had it in my head that I was like a terrible cook. I couldn't cook, you know, and, and we get stuck in quarantine and he's a really good cook. And he would just like say little things as I was cooking, like, why are you using that dish? And why aren't you doing this? And I literally would freak out. And he was like, what? Like I just was asking or giving a suggestion. And it was because growing up, um, my mom, my sisters are all amazing cooks, but I was the youngest and I was like always kind of like pushed out of the kitchen or never did anything good enough. And it was, it was from that. And I realized it through, whoops, through dating him. And now I actually love cooking and I used to hate it. And it was because I didn't think I could do it. Yeah. Like I made that up in my head from something that happened to me when I was like 10. Yeah. That is, that's the other thing is so much of our shit that we, you know, when you get upset at something is like childhood stuff that you didn't realize. Like it's crazy because whether it's, you know, in the kitchen, a small thing that happened when you were a kid, like really set you off and you never recovered from it. Like you know, I think people say like trauma with lowercase t, like not yes, not like fucking wartime right. trauma, but right, like right. childhood trauma. Um, yeah, like that can really seep in to a lot of stuff that you're doing, and you don't if you like you start to go on autopilot of like always reacting negatively to something, and you don't realize why until you stop and you're like, oh my god, it's because some kid on the playground was like really mean to me about mm-hmm. this thing, and I never got over it. You know, so, yeah, but we actually manifest from that stuff which is pretty crazy. How does that work? So kind of how I said in the beginning, we we manifest from subconscious beliefs. So deep down, I was thinking I'm not a good cook. Not being able to cook is really embarrassing. No one would ever date me because I'm not a great cook, right? Those are like the little thoughts in my head. And so I feel like I was actually attracted someone who... He's a really good cook. He's almost too good. I attracted him in my life and he like triggered all that stuff for me to almost like heal it. Mm. And a lot of the situations that you come across interactions with people come up for you to get triggered, for you to be like, what is this? How can I heal this and how can I move through it to manifest like better? So for me, Mm -hmm. healing that as little and silly as that sounds, I have so much more confidence in myself. I also realize like no one cares. That was so silly. I like actually love cooking now and I used to hate it. I used to only like buy, buy food. It's just like, it seems so silly, but it has affected my whole like life in like a really the root little of all way. Jenny's problems is that she thought she was a bad cook. And when she figured that out, oh my God, everything changed. No, but like, think of how many little beliefs like that we have operating. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. 100%. So always looking at like a situation. Why is this triggering me? It's not about this person. It's about me and something that's happened. And how can I get to the root of it and just work through it? Yeah. And you and you talk about that in in having conversations mm. with people who you maybe don't agree with. Yeah, like, 100%. Like a lot of the time it's just like you like you think that the person is saying something that's like, you know, it's their fault for like being insensitive or something, but 
most of the time, almost all the time, it's just you in your own head, like Mm -hmm. thinking projecting that projecting. Yeah. Like you're just, whether it's a conversation at the dinner table about something really intense, like gun control and you're triggered because obviously there can be emotion in that. Maybe, you know, someone Mm -hmm. who like, like that's really emotional, of course, but like, that doesn't mean that you can't have a conversation calmly and recognize like, okay, even admitting it, like, I want to recognize that I'm, you know, responding very strongly to this thing because like I have a personal experience with it. So I just want to make you aware of that. But that is better than being like, oh my God, I can't handle this and freaking out and leaving and not talking about it. And like, whether it's a relationship or the conversation or the debate, whatever, like so much of it is just in our control and from inside of us. That's why I would say like, identify what you're quote unquote triggers are of like, Mm. you know, say it's a specific topic that like someone brings up, you know, let's say someone brings up Trump and like you fucking hate him so much that like you can't even bear to hear someone suggest that they liked a policy of his. Okay. So it's like that doesn't. So first of all, you don't know everything that this person is saying yet. Like you, mm-hmm. there. sometimes people explain things wrong or they're just like sharing openly and you haven't gotten the full story. So first it's like recognize that you're upset actually just because you really, that is so different from your own experience. Like you're recognizing, you know, that this person's beliefs are so different from you that it's like, it's it's triggering which is normal that's like cognitive dissonance yeah it's like, like i don't know why that per- i don't understand this person but instead of freaking out it's like okay a i'm figure i'm like triggered because of my own experiences and then being like let me ask a question like let me just figure out why you think that way and then maybe you'll end up actually agreeing on something and you realize that you have way more in common than you thought but if you had stopped the conversation at like, I disagree with that, so I don't need to listen to you, like that's – A, that's boring yeah. because like why do you want people to just nod and say yes and just like, you know, echo chamber their way through life instead yeah. be like, that's so interesting. Like I really dislike this person. Why do you like them? Like what – what where's that coming from? Oh, like I didn't know about that thing that they did. Like so much right. easier to not be – We're just understanding – people and their experiences, I always think is so fascinating. Like, how did you get to this place with this opinion? Mm. Yeah. What in your life, what experiences or your surroundings have contributed to this? Because like, if we were all the same and also, again, we're creating a reality also based on like who we surround ourselves with, the things we surround ourselves with. So I'm just like fascinated with how people have gone to the place that they are at, you know? So it's like, why don't you just take it from a place of curiosity instead of automatically judging? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like we're saying is so much of those uncomfortable conversations and that stuff just comes from what you're bringing to it. Like, it's really not, they're just Mm -hmm. saying words. They're just saying a sentence, if you think about it. Like, they're just, speaking things you're deciding to make it an anxious thing like it doesn't actually have to be that way um and this really interesting thing to consider as well is something i realized from this book i'm reading um i've been talking about it on my instagram but the art of productive disagreement 
And I'm obsessed, like probably to an unhealthy level with like the concept of conversation and when people disagree. But what the author points out is, especially in the US and many other places, like you can't really assume anymore that people are coming from the same norms because people come from different backgrounds and cultures, even like because the US is a melting pot, like Mm -hmm. it's unlikely that you when you know when you go to a dinner party with friends that everyone is operating from the same norms so like what you think is acceptable behavior is actually going to be really different for somebody else whether it's because of their right you know ethnic background or culture or just their family and experiences so in terms of just you you really can't assume that everyone's going to think the same as you in terms of their principles so if you operate from that standpoint a, you're not going to be surprised anymore by differences and disagreement. Like you're going to be like, oh, duh, everyone is different from me. Why would I, why would this person have the same thoughts as me? Like, yes, they don't have my same life. And then you just become more comfortable and then it breeds curiosity. You're like, oh, that's actually so fascinating. Like that you come from a place where they think it's okay to do this thing that I think is fucked up, you know, right, and then you actually right. just learn about it. So it's like so much more productive to just like a focus on what you bring to it and like not, you know, letting your triggers get the best of the conversation or get like yeah. make the worst of the conversation. And then just understanding like we're all different. Like, and I believe in the good overall of humanity. Like, I think it's really mm-hmm. easy to be like people are evil and, you know, people are very quick to say, you know, anybody who voted for Trump is a racist. And it's like, you can't suggest that about 70 million people like you don't know that and like that's just not it just can't be true like you don't know the depths of this person's Mm -hmm. thoughts and their perspective so you're just going to limit everything by thinking that and like then we're not going to make progress because you just shut out the any possible idea like because someone disagrees like I don't know it's insane to me that people do that but like that's become so normal I know. And it's not solving anything. Like the more like this divide increases, I don't know, like the more we just increase like the fear and the hate amongst each other, like it's just going to continue, like even on a collective level with manifesting, like I kind of talked about this or I've talked about this before, but like COVID and the things that have happened in the past year, like I hate to say it, but we as a collective manifested it just through our actions and through like just the way we've been treating the earth and it's coming up. It came up to wake us up, to start healing some of these things that we're doing. And like, if you can't look at it that way, like, how are we going to even grow from this situation? Like, I feel like, I don't know, if you're only going to look at it as the most terrible thing that's happened to humankind, which yes, a lot of people have died and a lot of stuff has happened because of it. Like, I'm the same as you. I always have to go into things with more of a positive outlook, not Mm -hmm. to bypass, but just to be like, what can I learn from this? Like, I learned so much last year just about alone, like the things that we need to come together as a community you know? And I don't know. I just feel like let's just, 
always just come from look at things from two different sides and try to see like how you can learn from a situation is the best. Yeah, for sure. And I agree with you that like COVID and everything that happened from it, it was like a slap in the face. We learned about the good and the bad of everything. Mm -hmm. Like from you know, the corporate life that we had all been hustling into the yes. nine to five, like commuting that stopped and we had to reconsider it. Like friendship, interaction, speaking with people, like seeing people being outside, like that stopped. And we had to realize that we need to be, you know, we community is mm-hmm. important. We need to be with people like being outdoors is good for you, like everything. And it showed you even people who are glued to the TV screen and can't oh, think for yeah. themselves. It showed you the people who are willing to question things. Like it showed everything, which is like, you know, maybe I I wish COVID didn't happen in the sense of like, it sucks. You know, obviously people died, people are hurting. Like also our whole lives have been turned upside down. You know, there's a lot of scary things happening because of it. But it also like, lifted the curtain and was like, yes, like this is our society. This is the people in it. This is what we're doing. This is what we've normalized. Like let's actually change. Do something about it. Yeah, totally. And that's like, you know, I don't like, I doubt we will go back to the same amount of, you know, people working in the office and like Mm -mm. long commutes or even just people working jobs that they don't actually like. Yeah. People basically, I think this is how Dave Chappelle put it. I don't want I want to attribute this to the correct person, but I think it was Dave Chappelle was basically saying like we had to sit at home with our choices. Like you just had to sit at your desk with your list of to dos, and you didn't you didn't have any of the perks of being in the office and going out for you know a drink after or having pizza Fridays or having all the office perks, whatever it is. You just had your the work in front of you. So people realize like, okay, I fucking hate this. Like this yep. is not fulfilling to me, right? And you're like, or you don't actually like your your coworkers. You don't like mm-hmm. your partner because you're at home with them all day. Like you're yeah. sitting there with the life you've made. So people had to be like, okay, I actually really don't like this. But yes. the good thing is a lot of people changed it. And a lot of people you know, either were let go, which was like a blessing in disguise because they started their own thing. Or now we have the opportunity from the internet and social media. You can literally start your own business in your fucking bedroom and just like, there's no reason you could, you can't do that. Like you could do that. Right. So that's amazing because now there's so much more freedom. And while we did lose a lot of freedom and independence in some ways, we gained it in others by like recognizing that we could have it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like the concept of you don't know what you have till it's gone. So it's like totally just realizing all those opportunities that were lost and the new ones that are there for you. Yeah. I mean, last year totally put things into perspective and like the amount of people and the amount of change that I've had in my own life, you know, just from everything that's happened. I'm like, I wouldn't be who I am right now. Mm if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have made all these changes for my career. 
Yeah. Um, and I've seen that with so many friends and other people who have even reached out to me and been like, I got to do my own thing. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. I'm like, this is exciting. Let's focus on that, you know? For sure. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at the bright side. Like, you know, because the, the opposite is to just be fucking morose and like upset about life. And like, that just sucks. I just don't want to do that. Like I, you know, that's life is, is hard in general. Bad things happen. Like you gotta be excited about shit. Like fucking we're launching rockets to outer space every, almost every week. And we could be going to Mars in two years. Like that is fucking sick. Okay. Like, yes. I understand there's bad things going on in life, but just choose to be positive. Like that is a triumph in and of itself to look at the bright side and like what this <laughs> opportunity could be for you. Like that's a pretty big feat in and of itself when it's easier to just be like, well, is me, this sucks. I'm going to stay in bed all day because like right. the world is locked down. And trust me, I've been that person too. Yeah. And so it's much better on the other side. <laughs> Everything yeah. gets better, but yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Actually, I think a lot, like everything we've talked about so much of it comes back to manifestation and just like, I know I was mindset, like, which so many it's like, things connecting. Yeah. Like whether you want to call it manifestation or not, it's just being aware of the power of the individual, the power mm-hmm, of the mind, mm-hmm. the mind body connection, like the energy, whatever you want to call it, like it call all it comes back to goals. Yeah. Goal setting, intention setting, creating. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Some, I mean, if you're religious, you know, I was trying to explain it to my mom actually. And I was like, think of it as praying, mm. honestly. Yeah. Like she, cause she was like, I don't understand it really what you're exactly trying to say. Um, cause she is pretty, you know, conservative religious. And so I was like, trying to break it down to her. I'm like, it's really just semantics, but we're kind of all talking about the same thing. It's just how you look at yeah, it. For sure. Yeah. You should like play a prank on her where you <sighs> pretend that you're going to like manifest a physical thing and have it like literally pop out onto the table. Like she runs to the bathroom and then you like pull oh the veil God. and it shows up. You're like, it is sorcery. <laughs> it literally oh is gosh. sometimes. Remember when I'm Basically, um, she's helped me manifest. Weather. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. For this, the background on this story is, I started working. I did. I think I did Jenny's like uh, yeah. five day course, and I was supposed to go to Tulum. And I looked at the weather. We we planned it spontaneously, and so we like literally didn't look at the weather. We just booked everything like four days before we left. And I looked and it was supposed to rain every single day. And I was like, fuck, that sucks. Like, that's going to be awful. And then I stood at the table with Milan and I was like, hmm. And I took out my notebook. It didn't tell anyone what I was doing. And I just like started writing in the notebook. And I was like, I'm so excited to go to Tulum and I'm going to celebrate my birthday. And we're going to enjoy the sunshine and swim every single day in the, in the really nice weather. And then like three days later, I checked the weather and I'm like, it fucking cleared up. Like it was 90% chance of rain. And I took so a amazing. And, and I was like, dude, that was me. I manifested the weather into loom. Like there's no so question cool. about it. So cool. Just like, yeah. you know, I don't care if it, if it was coincidence or not. Like that's, yeah, I don't care either. I'm cool. like, I much rather live my life being like, I'm fucking badass, powerful, 
sorceress. Yeah. I can create exactly what I want. I'd much rather live like that than live. Yeah. You know, exactly. Way, so. That's how you got to do it. Well, I love it so much. And I just, I'm so happy to see also like you are manifest obviously every single day and you're ta- like, you're taking off. I can see it. It's just amazing to like Aww. watch that happen. And like, you truly make a difference in so many people's lives. Like it's just such a great thing. So I'm happy to like, you know, even just be an observer, obviously, like you've helped me manifest. So it's really yeah. awesome. And like, and I just. I was going to say right yeah. back at you, because I've seen just like so many shifts in you and all the things you've manifested. And I'm like, Bella, I think I, I messaged you the other day. I'm like, you're going to be famous. <laughs> just from like something you posted. I'm like, I see it. And it's so cool because going back to energy, I think, you know, we connected a little bit in DM. I started following you. I really didn't know anything about you to be honest. And I think I just saw some of your dancing videos and I was like, this girl is so cool. I love her energy. And that was it. And then we just like continued to align in different ways. But I love thinking back to like, I'm like, how do we connect? How did this happen? And I manifested beyond being on this podcast, which being on Hell podcasts yeah. this year has been a goal of mine. Talking about manifestation more has been a goal of mine. So that's pretty cool too. It's like awesome. all the things are happening, moving. I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. For you for it's all great. That. I love it. The the it always comes back to the dancing. It's always people telling Do me more. Like, the fucking dance videos, just people can't get I just like I well, your style is so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I well, so the shuffling I le- I taught myself. Yeah, I don't even do. know what that is. <laughs> so okay, whenever I'm doing like when I'm generally outside, and it's like EDM, and I'm like yeah. moving my feet really quickly, basically, um, that is technically called shuffling, and it's like I learned it from like I found this girl doing it on, on Instagram. And I was like, that is so cool. And I remember my thought was because she had the same body type as me. And I was like, I can do that. Like, that looks really cool. And I just started to like study her videos and like pause them. I would even screen record them and then slow them down. Oh, and, like, my break gosh. Down the moves. That's like, amazing. Yeah. And so then it's funny because when you first start, so I've been a, a dancer almost my whole life. I did ballet and contemporary and stuff. But at heart, I was always more like pop and like hip hoppy was more of my thing. Um, and shuffling just was like, I was so drawn to it, but when you start out, it's so counterintuitive and like, you look fucking ridiculous because you don't like get it at first and you have to like move your legs in a certain way. Like it just doesn't come naturally. So you have to push through like three months of just looking at like an idiot in my bathroom and just move the carpet, uh, move the little rug and just like, uh, okay, you do this and the triangle and this. And like, oh it was my really God. hard at first, Damn. No one sees that either. Like they just see you killing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But it's and, really fun. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like that one girl's Instagram, like she probably doesn't even know that you inspired yeah. her, you know, and now you're, it's affecting how everyone else interacts with you. Just like we said so cool yeah it's yeah it's true yeah and then like the other goofy dancing is just like i've just that's just me like with my with my family and just music on and just like i'll be everyone's like doing something in the kitchen i'm just alone in the hallway nearby just like 
popping and walking it. it. It's just like whatever. So wait, are I'm you the youngest? Enjoy it. Um, the youngest? I, I'm like, so there's four of us total. And okay. I'm, the I'm like in the, I share the middle with my sister. So okay. Younger okay, okay. sister. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do I seem like a middle child? No, I'm Seeking the youngest. Attention? No, I'm the youngest. And I feel like the youngest is usually like the entertainer. Like that was always me. Yeah. I don't know. My younger brother is, he's, he's the youngest and he's totally like that. Him and I yeah. like are really close. I mean, I'm close to all my siblings, but he's also like grew up being the entertainer, like the jokes at the dinner table. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So I was very so similar cute. to that. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This was just amazing. We have to do it in person for sure. Yes. I, I mean, would you love like that. come through LA a lot. So yeah, Whenever I feel like I've been nearby, all over the place. Yeah. Yes. Next time, time I'm in town. Yeah. Just tell me and like, we'll do it in person because obviously It'll like. It'd be so fun. Like, <laughs> I know yeah. we've never met in person. I know. Gosh. This, was, this was really great. And again, thank you for taking the time it was really it was great i appreciate you thank oh, pl- you plug all your stuff like where can people i'll link everything but tell people where they can find you and how they can work yeah so best way to connect with me is on instagram at jenny.edition and you can pretty pretty much see everything i have to offer there but first things first, if you want to get into manifestation, do my free five-day course. It breaks it down very simply for you, but there's a lot of great like tools and insights to just manifest anything in terms of really like physical things, home, career, relationship, or even energetic, like you want to manifest more confidence or emotional, whatever it is. Um, and then I work with people one-on-one. I also have resources, courses for people who are looking to really start to show up authentically on Instagram and manifest for their business. Um, but yeah, more things coming soon. I'm launching a manifestation like support community. Um, it'll be kind of like a monthly thing details to come, but I'll give you the wait list link for that. I'm super excited for it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, everyone check her shit out. She's fucking awesome, obviously, because I only have the best on the podcast. So um awesome. Okay. Well, this was this was really great. And we'll we'll do it again sometime soon. So bye. Bye.